comes the latest people, trends, and news on sustainable living in and around our corner of the country. Down to Earth with Mrs. Green, Spotlight on the Southwest. And now, Mrs. Green. Welcome, everybody. Once again, you are listening to Down to Earth with Mrs. Green, Spotlight on the Southwest. I am Gina Murphy-Darling, and I thank you for listening. The name of our show today is Tucson Medical Center, an inside look at health coaching. It's going to be a great, fun, informative show again, and a very special thanks to Tucson Medical Center for their support of the Mrs. Green's World mission and vision, and for being such an amazing community-owned forward-thinking, innovative organization that is Arizona's leading medical provider in so many ways. And I say that very sincerely. They are committed to being part of our community. They are everywhere. And they are part of creating a healthier Tucson. So that brings us to a perfect segue. The guest that you are going to be sharing time with for the next 30 minutes is just another great example of TMC's commitment. Please join me in welcoming Molly Griffiths, who is a health coach at TMC. Welcome, Molly, and thanks for being with us. Thank you so much for having me. It's going to be a blast. We There's so much to know. And I always like to start, I, I frequently start, let's start at the very beginning, that song, but I think I've really <laughs> overused it. I think the most logical place for us to start is what is health coaching and how does it work at TMC? Well, that's an excellent question, and it doesn't really have a super easy answer because health coaching in my eyes, essentially every health provider, whether it be a physician, a therapist, a nurse, a patient care tech, really any health provider is a health coach in a sense because they support individuals to attain optimum health. But specifically trained health coaches like myself have had additional training to focus on helping people create goals, usually lifestyle goals, and kind of we support people to attain their goals. Um, I, I kind of have a couple little short names. I think of health coaches as a wellness cheerleader or a guide on the side or and a... people need that. And you know, yeah. it's, it makes so much sense because when you mentioned all of those other modalities and areas, it's not s- systemic and comprehensive. It's, it's a piece of it and another piece of it and another piece of it. No bad pieces. But if I understand it correctly, you're looking at the whole being. Right. Our whole wellness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's very holistic. Um, you know, some some health coaches are registered dietitians, so they have a very nutrition focus. And some are fitness trainers, so they have a very physical activity focus. But I'm a nurse health coach, and I have, with my training, my nursing training, as well as my health coaching uh, certification, it's very, very holistic. It, it definitely addresses fully mind, body, spirit. It's I was going to ask you that. Is it, is it even <laughs> include that last one, spirit, which I think is oh. the most... Um, undervalued and most ignored piece of our development. We eat, our, we eat, we feed our minds, but we are made up of body, mind, and spirit. And that's the part that falls down. And Lord knows in these challenging times, <laughs> mm-hmm. we need to dig deeper a little bit. At least if you're me, it's time to look at what our values are and what's being assaulted and how do we stand up for, um, for that and remain healthy and whole ourselves. Absolutely. So let me ask you, I believe that we are all on a journey and every experience we've had helps shape us. And you were an RN 
and a stroke program coordinator at TMC. So from where I sit, you got to see the people that didn't have a health coach and didn't follow all the things they were supposed <laughs> right. to do. Not always, but for heart health and for stroke victims, how did this help shape where you are now and what you're so passionate about? Well, um, I, I actually absolutely loved my nursing experience at the bedside, and it definitely was the strong motivator to focus on preventative health and wellness and health coaching. Um, I worked at the bedside with essentially um, medical surgical patients, a lot of cardiac patients, a lot of neurological stroke patients, um, cancer patients, and I loved helping people. But at the hospital, which there's definitely a time and a place for the hospital or allopathic care, right, right. it's treatment, and it's kind of of last after everything's been said and done, um, it's cutting edge care, but there's so much potential in prevention and health and wellness. So I decided I wanted to pursue that and I wanted to help people um, have the skills or have the tools to stay happy and healthy and out of the hospital to the best of my ability. So that's why I pursued um, health coaching. Specifically, my last role, I was the stroke program coordinator at Tucson Medical Center and I loved that role. There's so many moving parts to that role. Um, of course, the importance of rapid treatment for stroke uh, right. victims is right. imperative and the rehabilitation is absolutely important. But the preventative aspect that educating people what the signs and symptoms are, what the risk factors for stroke are. So I really, from talking to so many people, talking to EMS, talking to stroke survivors and their family members, I decided I wanted to do that all the time. I wanted to help people recognize their personal risk factors and recognize that stroke actually can be prevented and heart disease and heart attacks can be prevented nearly 80% of the time through healthy lifestyle practices. That is just like so shocking. So I read that book, Younger Next Year. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you're familiar with that book. I met, the, I went to a three-day retreat. I met the guy who started it, who was great. His name is on the tip of my tongue <laughs> and the book is in my bedroom, but that's what he said. 80% of aging is preventable. It is. Of aging. Yes. So, man, did I exercise today? <laughs> no, because he says exercise is a big part of that. I mean, it's diet and it's rest and it's relaxation, but 80%. That's a shocking statistic. It's huge. It's just, and I see that really as an area of opportunity for so many people. I mean, people say, oh, gosh, my dad had a heart attack and had heart disease. Even though there's maybe a genetic component, there's so much area of opportunity to prevent that from happening. So that's really where I work with individuals to try to lower their risks of having a heart attack or stroke or cancer or and any wake chronic that disease. Up. And I mean, yeah. the P word, even when I was in mental health services, it was the least funded. I mean, it's always the same darn story. And right. do we have the outcome of when that is ignored? Yes. Mm -hmm. We have an overtaxed, sick population that's ending up in hospitals and emergency right. rooms in record numbers. Right. Because we don't focus enough on prevention. I think there's hope. When I hear about programs like yours and what TMC is doing, they are a wellness facility. They're really working on that. So let's go back to, with TMC, they are committed to a very wellness model comprehensive and systemic, but it's a big organization. It, I mean, is. it is a it's very huge. big organization. <laughs> and I'm learning about it through our partnership. And I have these amazing guests and I learn another component. How does health coaching fit into the wellness model at TMC? How are they integrating this wonderful opportunity? <laughs> I mean, it's got to be a little slow going. 
Well, it's um, it's perfectly aligned with their missions it and is. their it values. It so is. It is. It is. I mean, Tucson Medical Center is the nonprofit community-based hospital that has been so compassionate, passionate to top quality care, but also to community needs. And there's so many opportunities to, to really tap into wellness or prevention. And um, so actually at TMC on campus, they have a pretty robust wellness center. Right, right. And they have health coaches at TMC and registered dietitians and fitness trainers that work one-on-one with actually the employees. And in fact, they even created the OR gym. There's a gym at the facility so people can take advantage of that. So and important. Isn't, it's pretty amazing. <laughs> it's, I wonder uh, since I'm a partner if I could work out there. I think I need <laughs> to call Julia. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's easily accessible. And in addition to the actual gym, there's... Um, there's tons of runs and walks that they participate in. But me me in particular, I, I am a, a nurse health coach and I do my health coaching, which is part of Tucson Medical Center, but it's up at the core. And so I don't know if everyone's familiar with the core. Love the core. They better be because I have <laughs> spoken there. What do you mean they're not familiar with the core at Lon Cantata? But it is one. It's getting noticed by the community. And I can tell you, I was meeting with a prospective client a couple of weeks ago. And I said something about, you know, and I presented the core at Lon Cantata. He said, you know what? I've seen that up there. What's all, what's that all about? So it's getting out there, everything in time, yoga classes and mommy and me yoga classes. I've gone to some yoga classes and presentations with great content on a myriad of topics mm-hmm. and their, um, their series that they do. It's really pretty amazing. So you're at the core, which is great. It is great. And and I loved it when I heard, first heard or learned about the fact that Tucson Medical Center was going to create this wellness center up at Latin Cantata. I thought, phenomenal. This is exactly what the community needs because TMC is already committed to community's health and wellness. But here is a facility that can actually go to that offers, like you said, yoga and Tai Chi and Zumba and different Fun. fitness It's classes. vibrant. <laughs> and it's not at a f- hospital facility. No. That's meeting people where they are. Right. And it, I love that part. Precisely. Exactly. And it's giving people the tools. It's whether healthy eating or increasing physical activity or stress reduction. There's just a lot of wonderful topics that um, different health providers and experts like yourself give presentations. But I um, I actually do mini assessments. So I, what that is, is once or twice a month, I do, they, I think they call it Meet Molly. And I work- I'm going to go meet Molly. <laughs> I've met her, but I'm going to go meet, meet Molly. I am. So at a Meet Molly, that's a really, really quick mini assessment. So that's um, basically uh, a blood pressure assessment. And I have my stethoscope. So I listen to everyone's heart rate and rhythm to make sure if there's any abnormality, right, right. I would, I would recommend they see a health provider. Um, And we do uh, height, weight, and BMI, and also body fat composition. So it's just a quick I might not meet Molly. (laughs) Scratch that. Take that out. Please do. Please do. We don't have to do that component. Mostly the blood pressure. We can do it, and then you just don't tell me. Okay. Um, so, so at the Meet Molly's, they're really fast mini assessments. And then I have conversations with people what their health and wellness goals are. And I try to give them some quick health tips on what they can do to improve their health and wellness. But it, in addition to that, people can meet me up at the core. There are two wonderful private consultation rooms where I can meet, where I meet with individuals in one-hour health coaching sessions. And we're going to cover this at the end too, okay. but the way that they would do that is contact the core to schedule the the information. And I mean, you can go to the core at Lon Cantata um, 
we have the website information, which we'll be giving out. So there, that's not a problem. But the, co- the core gets a big shout out. All you really have to do is put in the core at Lawn Cantata, and it comes up on Google all right. over the place. Right. So let's talk about a couple of tips. Let's get down to what are the kinds of things that you actually tell people. You have a really great other, you know, a, a Facebook page that I went to with in, healthy, informative tips. What are some of your top tips for our listeners and for Mrs. Green? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. That's such a great question. And I have to say, like, there's no magic pill. No silver bullet, which I was always, can I have the diet pill that (laughs) makes me not hungry, makes me healthy, makes me nutritious, and I can still sleep? The answer is no. (laughs) Right. There's no singular fitness activity or magic pill or perfect food that everyone's going to eat and magically live to be happy in a hundred. Um, <laughs> Which is my goal. So help us out here. See, I, I want people to... <laughs> I do. I want to be happy and healthy at a hundred, not, not on any assistance. <laughs> Assisted, the device is helping me breathe. Right, right. So there's not one singular answer. And actually, um, after I, I... Well, when I first started my health coaching, I created this notion that... Um, really, it comes down to a healthy dozen, and it's much more than that, but I created a couple, 12 steps to health and wellness, and I'm happy to share those. Yes, I think that's really great because people like that. And, you know, like in the environmental working group that I love, there's the dirty dozen and the clean 15 for fruits and vegetables, Actually, right? that was one of my motivators because that food we are love actually EWG. healthy. EWG, but the, the dirty dozen, I look at that as actually a healthy dozen if, in fact, you purchase them organically. Yes. Right? Totally. So that was one totally. actually one of my motivators to call, call create the a healthy dozen. <laughs> love it. Love that I picked up on that. See, I was using my spiritual side. So tell me the twi- tips. So let's see. The 12 wellness tips that I do recommend to prevent stress, excess, inflammation, and frankly, illness are the first and probably the most important is food. Let food be thy medicine. Hippo- Got it. Right? Hippocrates said that. Let food be thy medicine. Medicine be thy food. And I take it a little step further because, right, there's a lot of food out there that is very nourishing and healing. Unfortunately, there's a lot of food that is not. And you've probably Totally heard, compromised food system. Right. We have a totally compromised food supply. It's unfortunate. We do. Unfortunate. It is unfortunate. In fact, um, you, I'm sure you've heard our the American diet be referred to the sad diet. It should be. Yeah. The standard American diet is kind of sad. So on a positive note, I strongly encourage that people eat a rainbow of food. The rainbow, um, just like that acronym that we learned when we were children, we eat lots of red, orange, yellow, green, blue. But when I'm talking about the rainbow, I'm most certainly not talking about Fruit Loops or Skittles or any of that. (laughs) Or things that are laden with pesticides. Precisely. Exactly. (laughs) When I talk about the rainbow, I I really encourage that people, of course, eat more vegetables, more fruits, whole grains, nuts, seeds, legumes. And more fresh food, not processed. Fresh, whole food in sensible portions. So let food be thy medicine. That's my number one absolute best wellness tip. And so I, I encourage eat more rainbow food, but I also encourage that you decrease the food that is found, processed food, commercial food that has numerous ingredients, ingredients that you can't even pronounce, the foods that are found, in a nutshell, decreasing food that's found in um, bags, boxes, bottles, and cans. I love that. For the most I part. I love that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So number one is definitely food. <laughs> Let food heal you, not hurt you. Number two is sort of food as well, but I think it needs its own focus, is drink more water. 
Good reminder. Drink. Good reminder. <laughs> yes, particularly all the time. The hydrate, <laughs> hydrate, hydrate. Okay. Right. So drink more water. And the flip side of that, drink less sugar-laden beverages, less coffee, although a little bit is healthy. Drink less alcohol on the whole on the average. Drink less um, energy drinks and things that are just full of sugar and, and bizarre chemicals that you really shouldn't be putting in your body. And drink less soda, soda, soda. That's so can I ask you something? <laughs> yes. And I, want, I don't want to interrupt your train of thought, but... I, my, my daughters worked me because I used to drink a 32 ounce Diet Coke every day. It was, mm-hmm. it, and then mm-hmm. used, it took me years to get used to the horrible taste. And then I did. So now what I do, if I'm going to have a Coke, which I have to really pace myself, like maybe one every four to six weeks. Mm-hmm. Oh, you should choose regular Coke, not diet. Would you say that as my health coach? Um, I actually think I would say that. If, in fact, you choose, and I, I hate to call it cheat days, but I do encourage people enjoy things that might not be the most nourishing or healthy for them on occasion, right? Because Every we don't want to deprive ourselves of everything, and that's just, that's not a happy life. So I, w- I would actually say regular Coke. Yeah, They're because there's so many chemicals in that diet. diet. And I had a sip of somebody's the other day, and I almost spit it out, because once you get used to not having that taste, it's terrible. Right. Okay, so no soda. Please, people, if you're parents, that's one of the things you can eliminate right now. Mm -hmm. We never had it in our house growing up. Right. And never had it for my kids. So we passed that on. Soda was a treat that you had when you went out to dinner. Right. So, okay, what's next? Okay, and number three is just keep moving. Find some sort of physical activity, or if you use the word e-exercise, that you enjoy and do it on a regular basis. So health providers, myself included, we encourage adults exercise, sorry, partake in physical activity they enjoy at least 30 minutes on most, if not all days. Whereas it should be, it shouldn't be three times a week. Right. It should be five or six days minimum. Regular Especially the older you get. Right, right. It's so important. Physical activity is just vitally important for health and wellness. And children actually need to part, or should, sorry, they, they really should participate in at least an hour of physical activity every single day. Teach them young. And it's harder now than when I was growing up because right. we did it outside and we ran right. and we played tag and we played hide and go seek and right. we took to the streets mm-hmm. after we got our homework done. I did as well. <laughs> so Yeah. So you have to figure out for kids, it's harder. Create those situations yes. where they can find their, whatever provides them joy. And not be in front of a machine. Exactly. Oh gosh, the the machines. The gizmo, (laughs) the The gizmo, remove the gizmo and gadgets. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Okay. So, so exercise or physical activity is extraordinarily important. So food, food and physical activity are really, and drinking more water under food are so, so important. But I, um, in addition to that, I, I kind of go into more, again, we're talking about the healthy dozen or 12 concepts and, after you eat well and sleep well, or pardon me, after you eat well and exercise well, it's so important to sleep well. And so it's many of us are... It's just a national epidemic. <laughs> yep. I mean, it is a national epidemic. It truly How can is. I go to sleep at night and turn off monkey mind? Right. And it's not easier these days. No, no. <laughs> Avoid no. the news. It, right. Mrs. Green's health tip number one, don't watch the news. <laughs> that's, that's very important. In fact, um, when I work with my health coaching clients and I encourage people to get 
restful, restorative sleep because truly sleeping is healing. I do encourage that people turn off their gadgets, turn off the news an hour, at least an, at least hour, an hour before I think that bedtime matters. because you can calm your mind um, and do some of the other things we're going to talk about, but don't focus on <laughs> what's going wrong in the world, but focus on maybe what's going right in your world. And, and I mean, there's all kinds sleep. of research about the blue lights and all of those things mm-hmm. that you have to really take time to decompress and get those out of your brain waves. Right. Okay, so sleep well. Sleep, sleep, sleep. Um, Another, this is just kind of managing your time, time management. So plan and prioritize. So when you first wake up in the morning, because so many of us get overwhelmed, there's just so many things going on and we're multitaskers and whatnot. I really encourage that just people create a list of the things that they need to do. So kind of trying to determine what is necessary, what are your reasonable priorities. So set yourself to be up to be successful throughout the day and not spread through That's too really thin. Good one. <laughs> so, That's a really good so one. Just, I mean, I did that last night when I was almost asleep and I thought about a meeting I had today. So I got up and made the list and it was out. You know what I mean? It was out of my brain. So those are really, that's a really good one to just to lower your angst. Right, right. So plan and prioritize and try to, if you can say no to certain tasks that may overwhelm you, say no, right? You need to focus on you and don't get overwhelmed advice. or overstressed or And overtaxed. be okay with disappointing someone. Right. I have a whole thing I could do oh, on that. It's okay. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's really it's okay. It's difficult for a lot of us, but it's okay. Allow yourself to say no. Say no. <laughs> um, and six, kind of on the same vein, is... Take time to slow down and find your personal peace and calm. Lessen your stress by turning off the large and the small gadgets. We are a gadget, technology-driven society. And we're paying for it Mm -hmm. dearly. We are. Dearly, with lack of connection and what we have, the legacy for our kids, that's another great one. Yeah, so again, very difficult to do. We always have some sort of device that's right there, but to the best of your ability, try to turn those gadgets off. You know what I'm doing, Molly? I have to report this. I'm doing better when I go into a restaurant. I'm leaving my phone in the car. When I get into Brilliant. meetings, I'm leaving it in the car because if I have it, I know I have it. Mm-hmm. And it's peaceful. Mm-hmm. It's like, And I say, well, no, I have to check in on Facebook. Well, no, I really no. don't. So now I get in the parking lot. If I'm going to support a locally owned restaurant, I check in in the car Great. and my phone's in there. Perfect. Because it's just, it's such a distraction that's and I want to be present. So, okay, that's good. Another good one. Excellent. That's a great strategy. And actually being present, seven, number seven yes. is just And you can't breathe. do it if you're on your phone the whole right. time you're with somebody. Right. Nope. Right. nope. Just breathe. Just breathe. Focus on your breath and find your personal calm and relaxation through maybe meditation, possibly prayer, maybe music. Or journaling. Journaling, exactly. Yep. Cooking for some individuals, art. Music is helping me a lot to go to sleep. Yep. Gardening, reading a book. There's so many things. Just f- slow down and focus on your breath. Just breathe. And number eight is nature. And we are very blessed in Tucson. We live in an absolutely beautiful community that really lends itself to participating activities outside year long. Um, so nature, I encourage people it's go outside. Huge. <laughs> go outside. Nature deficit disorder is being given as a diagnosis. Uh, absolutely, kids are not connected, and as adults, we have to do it too. Mm-hmm. 
and again, we get we get bogged down with all of our have to tasks put it on your and planner. the technology. Yep. You have to put it on the planner. So, I strongly encourage. I just love that. One. Go outside, touch the earth, take a deep breath. I know clearly we need to limit our sun exposure, but vitamin D, natural sunlight, is very healing. So get out there, go outside, enjoy. Don't sunbake, but go out and do it. Right. And it's just there. You're right about Tucson. Yeah. There are so many places you can go that are free and mm-hmm. accessible and take advantage of them. We're it's great. Very, we're very blessed. Yes. We really are. And then nine, if you have these, <laughs> dogs, cats, and children. Those are three of the best stress reducers. So I love I that encourage, you put that in. <laughs> connect with them and love them up, right? I mean, so many of us have little furry family members and they really are healing. So if in fact... Or research connect, study yeah. after research study after research study, improving the quality of life, especially for the, when, if you're in your third act mm-hmm. or if you have any kind of handicapped or any of those things... Dogs and cats and kids. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't like to be around kids? I love being around kids. It's okay. <laughs> As a parent, they might be a little bit more stressful <laughs> at right. times, but right. they bring such joy. For the most part. <laughs> if you're doing all those other six steps, you're in a better place, and they will be, yes. so that you can enjoy them. I love that one. I love that you included that one. Yes. I'm going to go meet Molly. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> um, and 10 is actually, in addition to connecting with kids or children, I encourage people channel channel their inner child. Be silly, smile more, laugh more. Um, have you participated in laughter yoga? No. Oh, go. Oh, I so want to do it. Sometimes at the core, Dr. I love Sethi, him. <laughs> he, he actually leads uh, people in laughter yoga, which is just the most amazing, exhilarating I've heard about that from Tara. <laughs> it's, it's really fun. I need to do that. So kind of channel your inner child. Sing, dance, be silly, play more. Um, really just, uh, we're so serious and clearly with things going on in this world, um, it, we are <laughs> very yeah. focused and Be serious. your outrageous self. So, that's right. And you can do it in private in your bed. Precisely. <laughs> you could do it privately or, or with a group. <laughs> um, 11. 11 is vitamin L, and that's love. Awesome. Love, love, love. Is there a pill for that? <laughs> <laughs> vitamin L. I'm going to go down vitamin. to Whole Foods today and buy one. <laughs> I'm sure they're trying to perfect that pill, but really the natural, organic love. So good love to bring yourself. that up and say that. Love. Love yourself and love others. So on that note, um, it really is important. And some days we have our self-doubts or we're not connecting with our positive family and friends, but it's so important. It's vitally important to connect with those that you love and that love you and support you. So I encourage that people take time to connect with positive relationships on a daily basis, whether you physically hug each other and touch and talk to each other, or maybe use those gadgets if necessary, or you write a letter, some snail mail. Connect. (laughs) Connect. Connect. It's all intentionally connect. Connection. Jeanette would be so proud of us from Ben's Bells (laughs) because she always says intentional kindness. So intentionally connect. Yes. That's a really good one. Yes. And on the flip, I, I would say to the best of your ability, so connecting with the loved ones, love yourself and others, but try to neutralize or minimize your time spent with negative individuals or things that bring you down and make you sad to the best of your ability. Yes. Yes. <laughs> because it's, it, I call that the energy vampire. Yes. It sucks the life out of you. And right. if, those, if there are people in your life that are causing you to feel drained, mm-hmm. protect yourself. Exactly. It's better for them too. Right. I always believe it's better for the other person. It is. Because they... It is. You can't fake it. Right. Okay. Right. <laughs> so that's it. 
Well, that's wonderful. Do we get 12? Well, 12, 12 this is um, kind of, I went a little bit further. So in addition to the food and plants being medicine, food being nourishing, um, I, I am really interested in different complementary healing modalities. So I like to help um, actually support some of these goals, food, sleep, and stress reduction. Um, I, I personally like to use essential oils. So I try um, different essential oils. I, I actually incorporate them on a daily basis to help me stay hydrated to help me stay my immune to be um, immune boosters and to help facilitate good sleep. So, and definitely and stress management. oils are so critical to understand that they are from nature. Yes. That they are pure nature's and they are medicine. essential. Right. It's nature's medicine, right. a way of healing and getting right. away from the looking for the pill or artificial ways to do that. Right. I am going to ask that you um, either email me or send that list because we'll want to put it on our website for the show on the page when we put post the show because it's that's critical. I love it. And I should paste it to my forehead. <laughs> you know, we don't have a lot of time left, okay. which just blows sorry, me away. We have sorry. two minutes. Oh my I know. That, Can that you, blew behind. Like seriously. It's like yeah. Warp time speed. really does fly when you're having fun. Um I think we have to make sure that we cover we want to know everybody out there, go to TMCAZ.com and learn about it. For Facebook, you can go to TMC. You can also go to um, TMC, the core at TMC. And Twitter, they have a great Twitter feed, and it's TMCAZ News. That's a really good one. And do you have any that you want to throw in? You have a personal Facebook page? Um, oh, well, I do. I have Healthy Healthy Dozen. Healthy Dozen mm -hmm. Holistic Health mm -hmm. Coaching. I've got a lot of good information on that, the 12 um, tips are there. Different. So how do people find you? That's the question. If I didn't do that one, I'd be so sad. Yes, actually, you can call the core and set up an appointment or you can meet me at the core um, at 520-324-2673. And you can call and make an appointment if you'd like for health coaching. And say the number one more time Sorry. because it's, no, it's great. People do it. 520-324-2673. And what a great note on which to end. This has been delightful, informative, and we have more questions. And hopefully we can have you back. Oh. Because I know there's a lot, I have a lot more questions <laughs> if I want to ask you. And, but the 12, the 12 things I think were critical that we covered them. Um, on February 14th, TMC to discuss heart health. And February 11th, Cy Montgomery, The Soul of an Octopus. Everybody, you are going to love that show. Thank you for being a part of Mrs. Green's world and make it a great, green, intentionally lived day. Show some love to yourself and others. Thanks, Molly. Thank you. It's a pleasure. 